Oh man, it's getting hot. It's getting too hot. Anyways, hello. Thanks for listening to Chuko Underground. It's a new episode. Um, this episode we have uh, Damian Gonzalez interviewing Aaron Torres, aka Sleep Never, aka YSF, aka the Gang Bang Boss. On Sunday, June 12th, he's hosting an event at Love Buzz called Love Brunch. There's gonna be performances by uh, Orange Anemia. Wait, performances by Orange Anima, Foxy Mojo, Coyote Blue. I'm gonna play some songs. Uh, my name is Javier Martinez, by the way. Haley Lynch from uh, Kiki Moro is gonna be there. We Wander, that's Aaron's other band too. Daniel Valos, YSF, Awkward Sugar, DJ Rex. And, um, of course, the Valentine Food Truck's gonna be there at Love Buzz on Sunday, June 12th. I think it starts at 12. So make plans to show up early. And, uh, also, at Love Buzz, on, um, June 16th, uh, it's a Thursday, uh, Gang Bang presents Cool Moms. <laughs> you definitely don't want to miss this new band. Um, Cool Moms is gonna be performing their first show at... The gangbang this Thursday, uh, June 16th. So make plans to come out. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, what else? What else? <clears throat> oh yeah, the Lights Out Music Festival, huh? That's coming up pretty soon. Saturday, July 9th, at the Buchanan's Event Center. It's for the wet for um for everybody to come hang out. I guess it's on the east side. Is what I was gonna say. It's on the east side of El Paso. So. You know, all you people who live on the east side don't really get a chance to come out and watch and support local bands. This is your event to hit up. Lights Out Music Festival at Buchanan's Event Center. It's on uh, Pelicano Street, 11540 Pelicano. You can go to lightsoutmusicfestival.com. Again, lightsoutmusicfestival.com and get more information. Now, they're selling pre-sale tickets for $12, and then at the door it's going to be 15 There's going to be artists and food trucks and vendors and bunch of local bands so guys come on make sure you make plans to come out on july 9th it's a saturday lights out music festival all right i think we've been doing this podcast for about a year now um i know every episode is kind of different we don't really stick to the same format but really when i set out to start start this podcast with um with my friend uh, jesus de la cruz he uh, did the interviews in a lot of the earlier episodes. Uh, we want, really want to just bring the community together, just uh, bring everybody that's creative and artistic, give them a place to speak. So if you want to be a participant on the podcast, please let me know. You can find me on um, the Facebook, Chuko Underground, X-U-C-O Underground. Or send us an email, Underground at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you follow us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or uh, SoundCloud. And tell one friend. If everybody tells one friend, then we can uh, reach a <laughs> more wide audience. I guess a wider audience? Wider audience. Who knows? I'm going to shut up now. Uh, enjoy this song by Aaron Torres. My God. <laughs> this is a theme? Wow, 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 wow,
Okay. Okay. Uh, I want to be the first uh, to welcome you guys to uh, this special edition of Chuco Underground uh, with Aaron Torres. Uh, interview under the stars. Actually, we moved outside of uh, Javi's garage because it was so hot. We decided to take this outside, which it is pretty relatively fresh. Uh, my name is Damien, a guitar player and vocalist for a band called Coyote Blue. I'm here with Aaron Torres, a uh, multifaceted, uh, multi talented male uh, personality here in El Paso, Texas, uh, musician. Uh, fashion designer, artist, uh, sexual entrepreneur, if yeah, I may. I was gonna say, don't forget the <laughs> webcam. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll, to we'll get to there. Day, I swear right? we will get to there. <laughs> okay, so without further ado, I want to introduce Aaron Torres. Aaron Torres, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Aaron Torres, and I am very conservative. I am a Republican. <laughs> I don't support local artists. I like to throw shows and charge artists money to be a part of it. I don't like to share my time or energy helping other artists. And I'm voting for Trump. There's also opposite days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm super into only women. Wow. Okay. So um, that's Aaron Torres in a nutshell. <laughs> no pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like like I like I had uh, previously said, multifaceted, multi-talented. You know, I know a lot of uh, people here in El Paso who are very versatile in their talents and in their abilities, but none of them are as interesting to me. As uh, as you are, I I remember when I first met you was at a grind bar, right? That is true. Yeah, and uh, our old stomping grounds. Our old stomping <laughs> grounds, and we'll we'll get to that. Oh, uh, I promise we will. Oh no, um, not cheese man. But uh, yeah, I saw you were playing your piano. You're a real charismatic, real outgoing guy, and uh, uh, just with this soul and your piano playing and your vocalist that I, I just would never ex have expected how long have you been playing music for um so i've kind of been a musician on the dl for about 10 10 ish years actually a little a little bit longer than 10 years when i was in high school i got my first uh keyboard and saved up all my pennies for a mac and got all into garage band and making music and nice yeah. you, you you mentioned that you had only recently started really performing in front of people yeah 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 that's that's very true you're not you're not really you're not from el paso are you no i'm from el paso i was gone for about 10 years okay uh 10 is just the number today uh yeah i was gone for a decade i left as soon as i graduated high school went to dallas to go to art school for a few years um then went to austin and was there for the past eight years uh for all for all oh, the shit. all of that <laughs> where did you go to arts did you go to the art institute are you in debt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For all of our listeners, where did you go to high school? Uh, oh, yeah, right? That's like the Opaso question. Everybody wants to know. Everyone wants to know. I went to not Americas. I went to Americas. Americas. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. That was a cool high school, too. I had a great high school experience. Man, I didn't go to high school here in El Paso, but if I did, um, I probably would have either picked either Americas or, uh, or Bel Air. Those are those are solid. That's just because I I spent a lot of time in Lower Valley. 
like skating around Carolina and everything. So I'd always skate past Bel Air on my way to Carolina from Horizon City. So yeah, yeah. So I'd probably choose that place. Hit uh, up that Church's Chicken Dollar Tree. Yeah, Big eight, you know. What yeah, I'm that's a that's my that's my busking spot. Honestly, in front of Dollar Tree, right yeah, there. Yeah, and there's that park over there Carolina. too. Yeah, forget the name of the park, but uh, yeah. What's important is now you're playing music. Now you're performing in front of people. Now people know who you are uh, as a musician, but you're not just a musician. That's uh, true. Uh, what else do you do? Uh, tell us about Sleep Never. Uh, Sleep Never is a sustainable clothing brand that I started about three-ish years ago. That's um, really... The name itself comes out of the lifestyle I was living at that time. Okay. Which the song that I played, that's the name of that song, Sleep Never, actually. Right, so yeah, I, I heard it a couple times. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah I, could, I have yours, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, I, I know. Um, the, 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 yeah, yeah, at that time, it was like really intense. I had just, I was going to move to New York. I was working like three different jobs as either tailor or uh, assistant designer or like a production sewer. And I was just like in this, New York rhythm, working every day, multiple jobs, um, and then hustling for myself on top of that, and decided after I quit all my jobs and was able to sustain myself, like why go to New York and be someone else's right B word because right. I don't want the FCC to arrest my good friend Javi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot for me to not cuss, by the way. That's how much I love you, dude. Um, but yeah, I really, you know, I realized I had a good thing going, and I mean, literally, you know, work deciding to work for myself uh became this like hustle yeah. that i'd never experienced before and you know i always knew that i wanted to uh have a sustainable clothing company like i i had been working as a tailor for many years but um you know i'm, I'm a creator and making clothing seemed like uh you know, the thing to do for someone who's an anti-consumerist, Marxist guy, artist, who doesn't really want to buy into, like, materialism, but mm -hmm. can make something out of pre-existing fabric and try and do the best that he can for the environment and local economy and such. So, okay. um, yeah, and that became my world. And that's how I sustained myself for the past few years before I moved to El Paso. Cool. I mean, I still I still sustain myself that way, but now you, you use that you use that word a lot uh, in reference to your clothing line, uh, sustainable. Uh, what is what is that What does that mean in context to sleep never? When you say sustainable clothing line. What does that mean? Uh, that means that the material that I use uh, and I work with is all pre-existing fabric um, or sustainable fabric. And sustainable fabric meaning that it is a healthier choice to the environment. I mean. You know, if you really want to, like, nitpick it, creating anything on Earth isn't necessarily sustainable. Okay. But choosing organic bamboo over cotton, for example, uh, is a more sustainable choice because bamboo is an invasive species, grows like a weed, and doesn't require all the agriculture, irrigation, and water and resources that cotton does. So as a designer that has the environment uh, in mind... If I do use a new fabric, it'll be a fabric like organic bamboo. If I'm using pre-existing fabric, um, it'll be, you know, like an old bed sheet or linens or curtains or whatever I can uh, scour, really. And um, to me, it's really important because, like I said, I have been living with this, you know, kind of 
conundrum as an artist because you know through creation is destruction and mm -hmm. environmentalism is really important to me and you know and I don't support like hyper consumerism of the mall and fast fashion right and all that and I you know and, and it seems like that's the state of the world right now which I really love and I really embrace and I want to be a part of and okay. you know and if I could be a part of that movement start it and make wacky clothing that my friends like and people that I want to wear yeah. you know like then yeah I've uh then heck yeah I've shoot yes I've seen your pictures on Facebook of Sleep Never's clothing line I've seen your the the Instagram of uh of Sleep Never I have to say it's pretty interesting pretty interesting stuff <laughs> why are you laughing David <laughs> <laughs> I mean do you not take me seriously you know I no that's is it my Sharon Stone no just the opposite post? of that actually <laughs> I think because it's so unique it should be taken more seriously now um I was gonna save this question for the end, but I guess uh, the way you're the way you're talking about it, it really, you know, kind of interests me now. Uh, you say you're against, you know, like mall stuff and consumers and all that. So if we wanted to buy Sleep Never uh, clothing line, where could we find it? Uh, right now, it's in a few local boutiques. It's at Dream Chasers Club, the Red Door Vintage, and Bodega Salon. Um, and as Sleep Never grows, that's how I want to like merchandise it you know it's all about uh, it's all about being local so you know for me as a as a producer of clothing or whatever like I don't want like the goal isn't for it to be this like global necessarily company you know I would like it to be based out of El Paso be able to you know ship to other places in the world i mean i have a you know a website and instagram and facebook that i sell and um i haven't been doing art markets like i used to but um you know later on down the road when i have more momentum and more financial stability to do this i would also love to like have another home base in austin and in new mm -hmm. orleans and be able to like sustainably create and design within the cities to like give it back to cool. the cities so and you have a pretty uh you have a pretty decent sized following here in el paso that does support the clothing line and that wears it to uh, a lot of events you know that happen here in el paso i know not only are you a musician and a clothing designer you know an artist in that respect you also host uh, uh different events right gangbang right i being, do being yeah one of them at i like Buzz. to party yeah i like to party um <laughs> what uh what what exactly i've heard so much about it, it's all you have not Facebook. been to gangbang. That's never right. Never been to a gangbang event before. You what haven't been to a what is it about? Um, gangbang is a new, new-ish. I mean, it's still, I guess it's pretty new. It's like four or five months old. But uh, so I was pretty hesitant. I feel like if I go to a gangbang, I'm gonna get molested. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people and actually. I might, I might enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, well, it'll be by me. So. And on film, of course. Okay. Uh, excuse me. I just burped. Maybe. Wait, on film? Yeah. Oh. Um, maybe even live streamed. Well, that changes things. Yeah. Okay. The webcam, you know, we need Continue. to make money. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need a, what's my favorite word again? Sustain. We need to sustain. Right, so. sustain. <laughs> uh, Gangbang is a monthly holiday here in El Paso, Texas. It monthly is an holiday. art smut disco that I host at Love Buzz every third Thursday. It started off... Um, as and I hate the I hate labels, right? Like I hate putting things and people in boxes. So it started right, off just, as like just 
eat it and do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it started That's off a flood, by... ladies and gentlemen, every third Thursday. <laughs> it started off as gay night. It started off as... Uh, I think the first one I called it was Thursday, which I have to admit to all my Austin babies listening, yes, that's so fucking... Uh, oh, shoot, I cussed. Um, I totally bit Tuesday. But it was just like, well, what is it? It's Thursday, it's gay night, Thursday, and I called it Ride the Rainbow. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I realized like it needed to be more than that like it needed to be more than gay night like right. i don't necessarily identify as gay and i support people who do obviously but i wanted it to be more inclusive and polysexual and queer minded and you know really you know I, I wanted about breaking down boundaries right yeah exactly you're all c- about no inhibitions expressing yourself doing what feels right to you at any given moment, right? Right. Well, what feels right to you and the tribe, you know what I mean? So the tribe. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically the golden rule. Treat others the way that you'd want to be treated. Exactly. Okay. And so the then that's the basis of gangbang. That's what I manifest during gangbang and try with so much intention to manifest a really awesome, healthy, nurturing place of equality, love, respect, unity, diversity. Um, and I remember you mentioned there was a there's you're, you're promoting health as well right there's there's a uh, std testing at these things yes we do we offer our uh through the m factor the el paso association of hiv prevention i believe don't quote me on that but i believe that's what they're called um come out and they do uh free hiv testing on-site rapid testing which is awesome uh you find out your results within like literally five minutes five minutes yeah and they also test you for chlamydia and gonorrhea, which is actually um, on the rise these days because uh, there are so many uh, people having unprotected sex, because uh, especially in the uh, in the gay community, because of drugs like Truvada, okay. which are which prevent HIV. Um, so know your status, you know, be educated, right? Um, and yeah, and I mean we, and that's that's kind of the. Uh, the thing about gangbang too that like, I want people to understand, you know, like I have received some negative feedback about like the name, for example. Right. Um and Which re- I mean isn't really too much of a surprise. It didn't it couldn't it can't have surprised <laughs> you too much. No, it that somebody surprise. was gonna it's say by, something. Yeah, it's by intention, you know what I mean? Like yeah, I I love the idea of uh redefining things and you know, gangbang as two words, gang, bang. I just love those <laughs> words together, you know? Um, but in the sense of a gang bang, a gang bang doesn't have to be something that isn't consensual. And I really like the idea of, uh, you know, forward progressive thinking, sexuality, and openness and acceptance. And, you know, to people who don't have, you know, a positive, uh, you know, connotation, that kind of thing, you know, yeah, or like, or, or to people who have like a negative connotation to gangbang, you know, who liken it to to darker things. It's like, you know, like I told someone the other day, you know, there's a time when the term homosexual was in the DSM as a mental health disorder, right? You know, so we can't accept society as it is in the present without challenging it and trying to move forward. Um, you know, if we want to make progress, and I'm a very progressive person and with that of course comes you know my provocative nature as well right but it's with all good intention but you're saying there's a way to enjoy that freedom with the responsibility yeah yeah no 
a way to yeah a way to let loose a way to shed uh old misconceptions and you know get out of people's comfort zone there's so many people that come to gangbang for the first time whether they didn't know about it or their friends brought them that you know lie on you know wherever on the sexual spectrum um that at the end of the night just like tell me like thank you you know what i mean like yeah. thank you for doing this thank you for hosting this this is like just good vibes good energy and i mean that's exactly the intention of it you know at the at the risk of uh because i'm pretty sure we're all curious and all the listeners that we have i'm pretty sure are, are curious about the same thing i mean uh, at, at the risk of you know violating some kind of parental guidance you know uh spit it out thing that we have here what is the craziest thing that you've ever seen at one of the one of the gangbangs that you hosted a gangbang that that i've done Hobby or that just laughed at me right done. now because he knows <laughs> it's about to get real but i mean by the end of the night inevitably people are very 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 and i'm and when i say people i don't mean just like <laughs> you know gay dudes are okay you know what i mean like everyone just everybody everyone is pretty damn naked pretty like sexually open and seemingly liberated and in that moment or in those moments like there's always a moment at the end of game bang when i'm just like looking around at like half naked people uh dancing and sweating all over each other and not caring about anything that it's just like all right this is what liberation is this is what you know freedom is this is what like and in that yeah and in that moment that's that's a success for you yeah i mean granted i've done you know ridiculous things and i'm sure other people have done ridiculous things i someone actually dislocated their arm at last gangbang wow oh the donald trump thing no no wait the donald trump pinata bashing was probably like the best (laughs) thing at gangbang we had this fundraiser for the meg uh center for transitional lgbtq youth that's a mouthful um but we had a fundraiser for them so we got a donald trump pinata and had a donald trump uh bash for cash so you would pay money to be the crap out of this huge Donald Trump pinata and it was so epic and beautiful and everyone was just like so united in it and that was it was you know what I mean and that wasn't even like in any way shape or form a sexual thing so that is uh that's awesome yeah what, what else is there to say yeah what else is there to say if you're going to gangbang this month to see cool moms which you should and coyote um, blue by the way is Cowdy Blue jumping on stage? We sure are. We were invited, weren't we? Well, that's the love brunch. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the wrong Yeah, Gangbang now has another... I'm doing another party that's actually all ages. Okay. And during the day and four families. And then... <laughs> oh, it is. So Gangbang... Uh, gangbang... Um, presents love brunch. Pre- presents love brunch. Yeah. Uh, bring your children, you know. Yeah, it's all ages. Uh, yeah, bring uh like no no joke. With we have br- like kitty pools. Bring the family. You're playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Uh, well, that's that's the first time I'm ever gonna go to a uh, to a uh, to an event, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, it'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so segueing from that into um, how I met you. Because we were, uh, oh Craigslist. We were neighbors for a while, for a little while. I say neighbors, but we both kind of accept the term roommates because yeah. Back at Grind, I mean, if you lived there, you were all pretty <laughs> much roommates. Uh, 
I mean, I remember my door actually didn't have any locks on it, so. <laughs> I've had to, you know, grind past you yeah, a few I, times I could, just yeah, to yeah, move we have, around. We have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my door really didn't have any locks on it, so it was kind of open for anyone, which was pretty awesome, actually. But, um, so when did you move in? Uh, I want to say maybe like three months ago. Okay. See, I have to bring this up because it's something, you know, that, that just happened it's very, very fresh in a lot of people's minds, and, you know, I, I hope this doesn't get emotional, but... Uh, we well, know that don't cry, David, we know but if that, you do, I have a shoulder. And I will accept your shoulder. I really will. But uh, Grind Bar actually closed down two days ago, and uh, not, too long, yeah, not too long... Yeah, not too long after <laughs> that. Not too long after that, everybody that lived there, namely myself... You and uh, the owner, Happy, of course, and... Who we love and adore. Who we absolutely want to give a tremendous shout-out to right shout now. Shout-out to Happy. Happy, thank you so much. We love you so much. You're an amazing, beautiful soul, and we're all very proud of you. And for the time that we all shared together, even if it was just months, you certainly accomplished a lot within the art community, especially within that neighborhood. Yes, most definitely. Aaron speaks for both of us, honestly. If, happy if you're listening. We love you. But uh, so now that that's no more, where where are you uh, pitching your tent? Um, I'm back at Grandma's house. I moved. Uh, I was kind of, I was like halfway with Grandma. You know what I mean? She's my ride or die. Uh, and she actually lives up the street. I just found out today that Javier Martinez is my neighbor. Hey, <laughs> what up? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm back at Grandma's house, but you know I have to be very open and honest about something, and that is I really want to live in art space. So I'm power manifesting that that happens, and uh, you know hopefully, thank you universe in advance, that'll be my next home. And I know there accepting applications in like August, September. And I encourage everyone to apply for it as much as I don't want more competition. I want that <laughs> place to be utilized by awesome, creative, entrepreneurialistic artists in town. Awesome. And we all know that you deserve it as well. That and then we should just all like squat. We're all friends here. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, let's just all live there. And like, if we don't officially live there, live there, you know? So moving forward though, um, what are your plans for the future? Um, to answer very vague questions by you. Let's say okay. Uh, let's like let's that? narrow it down. Let's kind of put it in a in a. Just kidding. No, I'll give you some like goals. Do you want me to give you some like short term? Uh, goals? short term. Let's say anywhere from now to the end of the year, twenty seventeen. Because you've already done so much. I've got I've got my agenda. Okay, we are going to lose. We're going to gain more tailoring designing clients we are going to start making money again quit the day job focus on music continue to play out record my solo album record with my band what does that sound it's uh, I believe it's a donkey <laughs> i believe that is a donkey that is so is that a donkey? <laughs> that's a that's a oh, fucking I love donkey that. okay so we're going um so you mentioned the band what's the band's name we wander and tell me who is in it we Wander, starring Valerie Rivas. Oh, Valerie, she's one of my favorite women in El Paso. I she is love so awesome. Valerie. Shout out to Valerie. She's awesome. We had an awesome practice tonight, actually, so we're getting our 
stuff together. Awesome. So Valerie and and Esteban Avilas, but he goes by Steve now. He gentrified himself. So. Oh. Which I mean, we've all thought about. You know, what I mean, like I was thinking about Aaron Towers for a minute. You know, Aaron Towers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Steve, Steve is amazing. That wouldn't work because you're really short. So. Yeah. Aaron Towers was well, no, but, but like I tower point. above perception. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You it's a, think it's it all in your like, head, man. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> you know, but seriously, it's all in your head, Aaron. Um, cool. Yeah. So Steve and Val and Aaron were a, a love trio. Cool. So uh, you're going on tour, recording an album. Uh, well, yeah, let's go on tour. Yeah, let's <laughs> just put it out there. Yeah, let's put it out there. I no, I, honestly though, I want to. I just got back from Austin, and it had been six months since I had been back there, and I came back. Or I was there to. It was very reaffirming that that city and me still have a great connection, and that city has my back. And yeah. I need to again get into the position where I'm self-employed again, so that I can, um, you know, continue this goal of mine to to s- establish this like underground railroad of artists between Austin and New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in that said, it's been a year since I've been back in New Orleans, and I was actually supposed to move there, you know, instead of moving to El Paso. Really? Uh, yeah, I have like a really, really intense uh, bromance with Nola. Um, do you have to go? Oh. <laughs> Are we doing good? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, with all these cities, you know, I mean, I'm super polyamorous, and I think El Paso, New Orleans, and Austin, you know, all has uh, themes and facets about those cities that they could offer people, especially artists. And, um, you know, I really want to get back to the position where I'm completely self-employed again, where I can, uh, you know, bounce around more freely and help support everybody. Cool. And continue to throw shows and play shows and make shows and do shows and collaborate and, you know, cool. Stay single. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. So it it seems to me like you have a pretty solid plan and a pretty you know clear idea of what you want you know for your life. Yeah, and art space. We're manifesting art space yeah, too for all of us. Art space. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, I mean, as far as uh, as far as El Paso goes, um. You know a lot of people. I mean, you you've got a lot of connections here in the city. I mean, who are your some of your biggest influences in art or music or, or really anything that you do here? Oh, cool! I love talking, uh, saying good things about all my friends. Um, uh, let's see. I really love all my babies of Kikamora. So shout out to Haley, Leo, Omar, and Jericho. You guys are all amazing and totally forward-thinking progressive individuals uh with a sense of class and sass um that said i love my homies of orange anima as well i totally chose to see their show this past saturday instead of going to pride and i'm so happy about that i'm proud of that decision um and i don't know who uh cynthia evans adriana montenegro uh manuel codina Gil, 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 Gil. Gil, what's your last name? Gil, my homeboy. Smells like fish. <laughs> Martinez. Gil Martinez of Smell Like Fish. Uh, he's a super dope uh, individual. Hector, uh, who owns um, Boomtown in Warsaw and throws shows and is amazing. And the dudes of Love Buzz and the Visionaries are all solid people. Chris Bevins at Glassbox. Uh, Missy of epic you liz javier 
Oh, stop. Yeah. Stop. I mean, everyone's super cool. This city no, just is kidding. Go on. <laughs> full of amazing, talented, wonderful people. My mom, my grandma, you know, badass uh, bitches everywhere. Yeah, I have to agree with you. you oh, and Jupiter's Junkies. We can't forget Jupiter's Junkies. Jupiter's They're junkies. solid. McKinley, you are a great person. Cool. Uh, how do you think... Uh uh, you notice, or you mentioned that uh, you were away from El Paso for a decade, right? About ten years. Uh huh. When you came back, um, how did it make you feel? Like, how did how did El Paso, like, how did the spirit of the city, like, incorporate itself into? Like, what do you think? Like, how is how has El Paso influenced you in your art? Um. Well, I mean, the city sucked me back in, man. Like I said, I was 